Welcome back. You're listening to Rivers of Unicorns, the hub for tech enthusiasts. We are a virtual accelerator that supports innovative ideas and startups in underserved communities, setting them on a path to exponential growth. We are supported by the Kaywood Brown Foundation and powered by NetOps. Please visit our website, www.riversofunicorns.com for more information and be sure to sign up for our programs. My co-host for today is Amy Harry and I am Satoye Odubimi. Let's welcome our guest founder, Hilda Dokubo, who is a veteran actress, youth advocate, and the founder of Casting Call Africa. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much and good evening. Good evening to you. So you are a well-loved actress, an icon of Nollywood, famous for playing deep emotion and conveying that to your audience. But how did a Nollywood star get into tech entrepreneurship? Okay, if, um, if, if I have to go through everything we do in entertainment, I'd like to say that the entry point for all of it would be an audition. Um, audition is like a work interview. It's like your application space and all of that. And I realized that we didn't have anything that meets that um, search, the search for where to go for your interview. Um, anywhere in Nigeria, we didn't have um, a custom agency. We had human beings who would run their own um, auditions. Um, we had production outfits just calling people only when they needed them. And I thought, well, we, we could disrupt this and take the auditions to the people, um, provide a space for them where they can put in their information and get invited for an audition if we must see them. Otherwise, they can upload uh, their one-minute, two-minute, three-minute clips. They can upload their pictures, their videos, and all of that, and the world can see them and invite them from there. So I just wanted to make um, auditioning easy, and I wanted to connect um, practitioners, you know, across the globe. And, you know, let's start with Africa. And that's why we, we have casting for Amazing. So, based on what you've said, if you want to explain casting call to a prospective person, say um, an aspiring actress or something, how would you explain casting call to me? I'd say to you, you want a space where all the directors, all the producers can find you with ease. Just go to castingcallafrica.com, upload your particulars, and you'll be fine. Right. So if I uploaded my audition video, what would be the next steps? How would somebody contact me based on that? On your form, everything that a director or casting director would need is on that form. So except you have filled in the wrong information, anyone can reach you. If you put in the proper um, information, proper um, email addresses, proper phone numbers, home contacts, management agencies, and all of that. 
they'll contact you with ease because it's easy to just click and see what you want and then, um, you can solve it and, and find it and then fight. Okay, so this is really leveling the playing field because um, it goes beyond the who you know kind of situation, which normally fuels the industry, right? To actually anybody can have access. Was there a specific moment in your career that inspired this idea? Is there a story behind how you thought, actually, we must do this, we must level the playing field? Yes. Um... When, after serving um, the River State government and setting up the school, I decided to return back you know, fully to, um, to filmmaking. And then I realized that between the time I left and when I returned, we haven't added one new star. And that's because, you know, we, we didn't know how to groom stars anymore. No one was ready to do the work. Everyone was in a hurry. The directors had become very lazy. The producers had become too money conscious. The actors themselves had decided that, okay, it's more profitable for me to get to know a Hilda, know a John, know a Peter to get introduced. It's easier to speak with an executive producer to get called back to read and all of that. And I thought, well, this is clumsy and lazy and stupid. <laughs> um, I got into the industry attending auditions. And, you know, that was when people found people, you know. It may not be your own audition directly, but it was an audition space that introduced you to the business. So we need to bring that back so we can find real actors prepare them for roles and then you know give them into the market so that's where you can actually monitor people as they grow and as they make progress they too would know that okay if i need to because um on casting call we don't just cast we cast and train so if you want trained performance it's easy just okay i want the training or i want extras so we can actually supply you either extras or whatever you get, whether extra or lead or major or whatever, you get trained performance. That's, that's the plus that we add to the casting agency. As against other people just casting the same with me on set. Let's talk a bit about the training aspect because we know that you've mentioned that you started this school. We know that you are a coach, you're a certified coach. We also know that you have experience in special education needs, right? So what is it about this training that really drives you? What, what kind of focus your energy on training? Must be from um, home. You know, I grew up in the home of a teacher. And I picked up the act of um, impact and learning, and it's been there all the time. But importantly is when you are on set and you are on set with an untrained actor, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, no matter how much you try to um, conceal the fact that this person is not trained, it shows in the performance. It shows in the relationship between you and the person that I thought. You know, if we keep pretending 
that everything is okay. We're just going to wake up one morning and find out that not able to slip off our fingers because of our carelessness. After all, we built it with nothing. So we can lose it same way we were not careful. So I thought, well, let's start from the main issue. The main issue is what is your responsibility first as an actor? How do you act? What is acting? Because everyone believes that they can act. What they do not know is how to. Okay, so um, I took on that responsibility and decided that, you know what, let's, let's start from the very beginning, understanding the art and science of performing. And that's where we are. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. You had the idea, you got inspired, and you put it out there. But how did the industry accept this new platform? I'm sure there were challenges, right? So what sort of challenges did you experience? How did you get people to sign up? Okay, so first it was really slow um, because people are not used to changes and they do not like changes. People always resist things that they don't understand. So the first set of people who um, had difficulties understanding the problem that I wanted to solve, the solution that I came with, and the opportunity that I was throwing out there for everyone um, were the directors. Because, you know, they wanted to just stick to what they're used to. Um, use your phone, call somebody who's already an actor, irrespective of whether or not the person could. And uh, they had also discovered another way of doing it, which was um, just get anybody who has um, social media numbers and then call them social media influencers. Oh, this person has 3 billion followers, blah, blah, blah. And then you just dump one bundle of flesh and bone on people who's not an actor. And, you know, no training, nothing. So they were the first that I had to deal with. Then um, the other people who felt like, oh, if we got them through this platform, we might be paying extra because we, until they got to understand that I, you're not paying me, okay? You have these people, they're available to you you're not paying me. The point of payment will come, but not at this point. Okay, plus we're providing training. So we're also sourcing funding from, you know, outside to say, provide us funds to provide training for young actors. And we're finding those funds available out there. And some of the young people are themselves paying for this training. So we don't need you as a director to pay us. So use an opportunity that is available and just put people and give them the opportunity to become the stars that they want to be. Don't feed us with the same Gary and soup all the time. We're tired, people are getting bored. They want something different, new, fresh, you know, really interesting. People want to see talent. They want to see skills, you know, they, they want to see something different. 
I get bored myself, so I'm wondering what other things. <laughs> Basically that. But um, I never gave up when I started playing, and my concern was not the big ones. My concern was the younger ones, and I wanted to grow. Um, you know, it's very annoying for me as a professional actor to see a surrounding actor, um, the ones they call wakapas and extras, right? You watch an extra on set, and he just looks like dead. He's not adding any value. But the truth is, he's supposed to be adding real value to that production. If he was not necessary, nobody would put him on that set. But because um, Nigerians play down on his role as an extra, he too is playing down on that role. Meantime, we all need him. We all need him. The viewers and the players, we all need these extras. So the reason my concerns, let's grow people, let people grow doing their work. So um, we'll face the challenges as they come one day at a time, sweet Jesus. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm curious. You said um, the directors don't pay. But when people sign up, so the um, upcoming actors or even the existing ones that sign up, do they pay a fee to um, use the platform? No, not now. And, um, you know, it's almost like um, signing up on IMDb. Okay. So if you're on the regular IMDb, you don't pay. But if you want to go on IMDb Pro, you get to pay. So you just want to be yeah. on casting for um, Africa. You don't pay. But you want to go on casting for Africa, manage me, you pay. Okay. Yes. So you you want you want us to give you the trained and ready to be used ones as a director. You you write us. And then we give you those contacts and we know who you have hired. Then you pay for using the service, or just to go on that search and on the page. Hello, nobody pays to use this <laughs> so, Yes, so you don't pay. At that point, you don't pay. But when you engage proper services, you get to pay. But even at that, you're not paying anything really heavy, at least not now. You pay based on what you want. And it's really, really small compared to what you would have to go through if you wanted to find it yourself. Mm. It's, it's so small. Um, it wouldn't even cover your venue um, fee if you were going to do it yourself. It's less than how much you would pay for even the cheapest venue. That's nice. So, that's nice. You you have um, a nice business model, I must say, where you're building your database pretty much at um, a very rapid rate because that's what will happen. A lot of people will sign up for free because they know they can search and do everything. But then you have the premium service, which if you then want to get more out of it, you can pay for that. So that that's really innovative. Um, so I want a bit of the gossip. Can you tell us the worst experience you had with users? And of course, 
the best experience? Okay, the worst is people sign up, make a mistake on the form because they want to try to see if it works. Then they submit and somebody um, gives them an email. Maybe the email address is right, the phone number is wrong. So somebody does a mail to say, well, the number you have on your form is not working. Then they call you and say, oh, I don't know how that happened. My email said, but my... <laughs> you know, that is so funny. And then some of them will fill the form and not submit it or want to post the same form to themselves first before they submit. And then the thing refuses to accept that double set. And then they call you and they say the server is down. It's not accepting registration. Then you call the person who's managing the page and you are yelling, what is wrong? The page is down. And the person goes on the page and comes back to say, something is wrong. Everything is fine. He said, don't hold on. Let me send you a nun. Let me send you a number. And then you send the name, you send the number. And the person says, Oh, send your feedback now. This person is double clicking. That's okay. Call the person and walk the person through. And the person said, Okay, I thought I could have saved on my own page and said, Now, the best is you attend an international um, festival, film festival. And before you say, John, somebody has already finished filling up and then they just submit with such ease. And then they give you, they say, oh, please, can you cast them? You are in Nigeria, but they're sending you pictures of people and saying, can you cast for us? We are in Kenya. And then you look at the pictures, then you read the script and you say, well, with a picture, send me this person's reading, that person's reading. And then they send, and it's so, you know, it's nice to know that I can sit in my small office and do that amount of work somewhere else and, you know, just enjoy doing it. I think those are the best and the worst. The worst is when they lie. Because <laughs> the best is when it goes really smooth and easy. You know, it's so moving hearing you talk about this because really you have lived a phenomenal career as an actress and the fact that you are giving back and you're growing a young generation of actors and actresses is is mind-blowing so thank you thank you so this brings us to our next question which i think it's perfect given your outreach that you're getting people contacting you from kenya and other african countries so where do you see casting call africa in the next 10 years Oh my goodness, I wish that in the next 10 years I'll just envelop all of Africa, be everywhere. Um, you know, be so easy. I mean, the name is sweet to say, has to call Africa. You know, be just across Africa and even have situations where um, if Hollywood comes and they're looking for a casting agency, they can say, See if you write a casting for Africa, if they can come in flash to run this casting for us. You know, that's what I'm looking at. I just, you know, I just see it across Africa everywhere. People say, give us a franchise to run casting for in Egypt, in this, in that, and then you have representatives across Africa. 
and we're running the casting call. That's the plan. And we have physical offices everywhere. Amazing. So you talked a bit about the money that's out there. And is that something that you're thinking of getting investors or is that something you've already done? We're getting investors, but most of the people who are interested in what we do, and I think it's because of my um, NGO background, always want to invest in the education part of um, what we're doing. They don't understand the casting part of it yet. Um, I think they will after now, but they understand the training part. So every time I say I need to do a brief and debrief for actors um, and then to teach them how to cross from stage to camera and stuff like that, they understand those bits. But you know, when you say fund people for auditioning and understanding how to audition, it's a bit lost on them yet. So let's just, let's just hope that as we go on, and they see what we're doing, they'll understand that bit and be willing to um, invest in that bit as well. Okay, so thinking of those investors that it's lost on them. Now, as you know, um, a lot of people, when you're trying to get investments, you have an elevator pitch. So if you were to attend to these people, these potential investors, so that they could understand the potential and why they should invest. Can you give us your one minute elevator pitch? Um, I have a marketplace where everyone meets everyone where you can buy and sell your art as a performer. So I just want you to invest in people and in idea of buying and selling skills. Just stop. Awesome. <laughs> that was so concise and awesome. Thank you. Investing in people, amazing. So as you know, this program is called Rivers of Unicorns. And a unicorn is a private company valued at $1 billion or more. So here's a fun question. If you were a unicorn, which would you be? Amazon. I want to house everything. I want to be able to serve everyone who has a need and I want it to be very seamless. So I want to be an improved Amazon. I think I like the name. Amazon and Woman. <laughs> I love it. You are truly an Amazonian woman. Hilda Dokubo, we are pinching ourselves. We cannot believe that we got to speak with you today. It is such an honor and a privilege. Thank you. You yes, are thank welcome. You. <laughs> thank you too. Thanks for having me. It's been a beautiful evening. I enjoyed every minute of it. We oh. did too. Likewise. That's it, folks. We've come to the end of today's episode, which was brought to you by NetOps an organization focused on building people and systems in Africa to leverage internet opportunities for social and economic development. In partnership with the K. Wood Brown Foundation, a youth empowerment and development foundation focused on preparing the leaders of tomorrow, today. 
You can learn more on the Foundation's work through their website www.kwoodbrownfoundation.org I'll take that again, that's www.kwoodbrownfoundation.org and be sure to follow them on their various social media handles. On Facebook and Instagram, it's at kwoodbrownfoundation and on Twitter, it's at kwbfoundation. I'll take that again. On Facebook and Instagram, it's at kwoodbrownfoundation and on Twitter, it's at kwbfoundation. So, we hope you've been inspired to start looking at the problems in your communities as marketable solutions. If you do and you need help, please log on to our website, www.reverseofunicorns.com. I'll take that once more. That's www.reverseofunicorns.com. And be sure to sign up for our useful resources. We'd like to say a special thanks to Ninatech. Maxuron Records, Techative, and Daughters of Botany for contributing to make this episode possible. Until the same time next week, we are your hosts, Amy and Sotoye. Have a lovely weekend.